It's All Access with women's basketball head coach, Charity Elliott. I'm your host, Jonathan Grace. Each week, Coach Elliott takes Lions behind the scenes with the women's basketball program, talks about LMU's grit, and upcoming events with the team. Coach, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here again. Oh, we're excited to have you. Well, before we get started, we just want to thank our sponsor, LMU Athletics. would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local University Credit Union at ucu.org. First things first, we mentioned it in the intro, and I want to jump right in to talk about it, is grit. We spoke a little bit about this last episode, uh, but I want to dive a little bit more into it. The season is getting closer, uh, and, and grit, for those listeners who who uh, may have not tuned in last week or hearing about this for the first time, grit is an acronym uh, standing for good to great, relentless effort, integrity always, and team first. It's been the motto for LMU women's basketball. With the season approaching, are there any aspects of grit that you feel this team specifically excels at? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. I appreciate you explaining it as well as you did. One thing that I think this team needs to be really really good at, uh, I mean obviously integrity always, that's a given. We want to always be that way. But I think this team is is going to really have to continue to buy into the good to great, which is really about the process. We are continuing every single day to just get a little bit better. And, and that's the goal. Um, our chemistry builds a little bit, our, uh, offensive, you know, flow builds a little bit defensively. You know, you asked me to pick one, but I really can't do that because if you don't have relentless effort, it doesn't matter if you're team first, it doesn't matter if you keep getting a little bit better, if you're not going hard and you're not committed to work hard, you know, having the, having a great attitude isn't going to matter. And same thing about team first. If we're a team of, you know, five people and everybody's trying to worry about how many points they score or what they do, it doesn't really matter how hard we go. And it doesn't matter if we keep getting better. Like it's, it's really about every aspect of each of those words. That's how I look at it. I really look at it like definitely on the floor. It's about being good to great and going hard. Um, you know, mentality wise, it's about doing the right thing and it's about being a great teammate. This team is, is excelling right now in all of the aspects from my perspective We're it, we're very young, it's very early, but if you ask me, how are we doing with our grit? We're, we're doing really well right now. Oh, that's awesome to hear. You know, it's it's very cool, I think, just to see the holistic approach to this team in terms of forming good people as well as good athletes. And it's really, it's neat to see the mindset behind that. And moving into GRIT a little bit more, I want to hear from your side, how did you come up with this uh, acronym of GRIT? Was it something that you've wanted to do for a while or something that came uh, or stemmed from something specific? Well, um, I've always loved the word grit. I've always loved the mindset of what the definition of grit is, which is just um, a toughness, you know, a, a we don't back down, we fight mentality. That's kind of the definition in my mind of grit. So I've always loved that word. So that is a word that I want to describe our program. And so literally I was sitting out on the patio out front and I just started thinking about, you know, how can I give a clear picture to our current players and to recruits of who we are and what we want to be. 
and um, grit was the first thing that came to my mind. And so, okay, how can we use that and encompass all the things that I think are so, so important? So really it was just a lot of thought, a lot of, um, I read obsessively. So it's kind of a combination of some stuff I, I got from a football coach um, to, you know, Angela Duckworth talking about grit to Jim Collins talking about good to great. So it's really kind of a combination of so many things that, you know, I think for me, having done this for a while, I just want to continue to just evolve and get better in any way that I can explain in simpler terms what I'm looking for and what we want to be about. I think that's that's when it can resonate with with your team. So so that's that's really where it, where it came from. It's it's been a little bit of a process of getting there as far as years and evolving and kind of becoming something that that really really sticks and makes sense. As you mentioned, it's a simple acronym, but it stands for so much. Do you feel like that has made it very easily digestible for the team and something that can stick with them? And it's not a long thing they have to remember, but again, it's something simple that stands for a lot. Yeah, that's for sure. Again, another great book made to stick. You've got to find a way to get your message across in a way that will be received and remembered. Um, And certainly repetition. Certainly we talk about these things, um, but we wanted to simplify it and break it down into, you know, chunks of what they'll remember. So I'm really, really happy with, with, you know, that as far as our, our core values, because that speaks to who we are. Um, Clearly we want to be more than that. And we want winning as a part of that and being successful and, you know, challenging ourselves to be our best. I mean, all of that in my mind can fall under one of these categories. Well, I want to talk about something you mentioned there. You said you, you read obsessively. You mentioned uh, Jim Collins, Angela Duckworth, and that, that book, Made to Stick. Is there anything that's on your reading list right now? What is Charity Elliott uh, reading before this season? <laughs> um, I, I usually have about two or three books going at the same time. Um, I'm about to finish Ego is the Enemy, um, which has been really, really good. My next book is Leaders Eat Last um, by Simon. I think it's Cynic. What else do I have going? I, I read a lot of history as well. So a lot of World War II. So I generally have, like I said, three or four things kind of going at the same time. But I, I read Made to Stick over the summer, and I thought that was just fascinating um, into, you know, how people think, how people remember things, what things uh, stick with them. So I, I really just try to draw just one. I feel like if I can just get one nugget you know, Why the Best are the Best by Kevin Eastman. That was really good. So I, I spent a lot of time during this quarantine. It's been a it's been a, uh, a great chance for me. The Second Mountain, that was a great book. I'm sorry, I could just keep going. But um, I really try to just pull out one or two nuggets. And, you know, whether it's a story, whether it's a statistic, something for our players that um, can help them. I'm always looking, how can I get better? I want to go from good to great too, personally. I want to keep getting better as well. It's really awesome to see that that mindset apply not only to the team, but also to you and the coaching staff. Where did this love of reading come from? Is this something that's been part of you and your personality for, for a long time, or is this a more a recent development? Um, I have always been a reader. I think it was something that just in our home, my mother is still a crazy reader. My brother, same thing. I think we just valued it. 
Um, and then I heard a statement one time that uh, those who don't read are no better off than those that can't read. Um, again, those that don't read are no better off than those that can't read. And I think, you know, that's always been with me that if I'm not taking advantage of the opportunity and the ability that I have, you know, it's like, then it's just wasted. So I, um, I'm an introvert by heart, by nature. So I love just the quietness of, of kind of getting into a book, learning, reading, I have a lot of interests outside of basketball. Um, so I love learning about, again, history. Yeah, that's probably my that's probably my top topic is history. Well, it's really interesting to hear. I, I love hearing people talk about things that they're passionate about. And something I have to ask you, I ask everybody that I know that loves to read, uh, hard copy books or do you read on a computer or a tablet? <laughs> I, it, it, this is so funny because when, when Kindles first came out, um, you know, my husband knew he knows how much I read and he just gets, he would get sick and tired every time we'd move. I'd have these four or five just boxes, just super heavy because they're books. And he said, would you please try a Kindle? And I never thought that I would want to because I love the page. Well, now I'm obsessed with my Kindle because I could just carry my Kindle. It's lightweight, it's easy. And I've got, you know, 10 books with me at all times. So yeah, I, I never thought I would be a Kindle person, but I'm, I, I, I am, I am. (laughs) You've grown to, grown to love it. Absolutely. How about you? Are you a book reader or? It's interesting. I was kind of the same way all throughout high school and and most of college. I loved paperback books, but I think uh, I started using my laptop to get some online textbooks and things like that. And I kind of haven't looked back since it's just, it's easy to take it everywhere and you, everywhere you go, you've got a book with you, which is nice. That's right. That's right. So I want to uh, shift gears a little bit back towards basketball, if that's all right. Um, obviously, we have to talk about signing day, something really exciting. Two yeah. really exciting new recruits for LMU for the 2021-2022 season. Uh, we have Ava and Zoe. And I want to start off talking yeah. about Zoe Jenkins, who, who signed with the team. She'll be coming in all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, and she's enjoyed right. a lot of success with the uh, Victorian state team out there. Zoe is a dynamic... She's kind of the epitome of the, really these two combined are the epitome of that relentless effort that we talk about. Um, Zoe is a, a bigger guard. Uh, she can shoot it. She can drive. She can, she's going to be able to defend, you know, because of her length, she's going to add, I think, and really, really fit with our style of play. Um, she loves basketball. She's, you know, dying to get over here and just ready to, ready to get here. Um you know, again, brings some international experience, has played at a very high level, and I think is going to be a really, really fun player uh, to watch. And I think I think she's really going to make an impact here. So super, super excited about her. And then Ava. Ava is from uh, IMG Academy, which is down in Florida and is very well known for um, some of the athletes who have come out of there. She is, again, has a lot of international experience, has played with the Japanese national team. Um, she is a six, one, six, two, four, five, like a stretch four can shoot the three, but can also get in there and, and bang and have some, has some nice post moves again, basketball wise, they're extremely talented and will bring tremendous experience, but you know, they continue to just elevate the, the mindset, the championship mentality, the work ethic you know, the commitment to even just working on your game and getting better. I think that uh, 
those two are going to bring a lot of competitiveness to our team. And I love that. Well, something that was very apparent very quickly when I started to research uh, both Ava and Zoe uh, is exactly as you mentioned there, the versatility that they both have. How important was that uh, for you and the rest of the coaching staff uh, when kind of scouting them out as, as recruits? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they, you know, like you just said, Ava can play the four or the five. You know, we work on her ball handling skills. She might even be able to play a little bit of three because she's because she can shoot it so well. That's not the plan right away, but, you know, she she can easily bounce in and outside. Um, so, like, a four-out, one-in um, is easy for her. As Zoe, honestly, she could go two, three, four. She's got the size and the strength where I think she could defend a post if we needed her to. Certainly, she's more comfortable on the perimeter, face up, you know, attack the rim, shoot it, pull-ups. I mean, and, and I think what I really love, I mean, both of them – athletically really fit into the the fast and fit mentality that we want to be. We want to be up and down. We want to be a great, you know, up-tempo, doing a lot of different trapping, mixing up our defenses. They're both very, very bright young ladies, um, which means they're going to be able to really pick up on everything that we're trying to do. Um, and and they're they're aggressive. They're they're not they're not going to come in and be timid. And I think that's a really, really big key for for freshmen especially. Uh, to step on the floor and be respectful and, and do all of that. But, hey, I'm here to make us better. And I think both of them will bring that. Well, it's a perfect segue into my next question. You know, this LMU team over the last couple of years uh, has really stood out in how impressive their freshman class has been. Was it important to you that these these girls come in and not only be able to, to jump right in and get into the action, but as you said, be aggressive right off the bat? Absolutely. I mean, you look at, again, last year, having six freshmen, which too many, (laughs) probably too many. But anyway, they got so much experience. And our freshmen this year, Nicole, um, waiting, we're still waiting for Eliza to get here uh, from from uh, Australia. But Nicole has come in and she's, again, very aggressive, tremendous worker. Um, You know, and my goal is always to try to recruit a better class every year and and we've done that somewhat consistently Uh, you know but then the issue becomes keeping everybody healthy and uh, there's a lot of factors that go into that but but you know trying to always improve your program by signing a better class than you just did Um, and I think when you look at the transfers that we have here now uh, along with the freshmen that we have here now. And then the next group of kids, I mean, I think kudos to our staff for, for what I think we've been able to do is find some really hidden gems. I mean, Nicole Rodriguez, hidden gem. I mean, you know, freshman this year that um, didn't get a ton of looks, you know, but is, is doing fantastic. Um, you got to sometimes dig in there and, and find some of the, you know, some of the players that maybe are going to come in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and maybe they haven't been recruited so heavily and they have something to prove. Does it help being based in L.A., you know, such a basketball city, such a, a sports city, really, uh, to, to be able to find those hidden gems? Absolutely. I mean, you nailed it. Look at look at the picture on my screen. Like, look at look at where we are. Look at our location. Look at our academics. Look at our campus. You know, again, yes. Even internationally, particularly internationally, you you fly right into LAX and you're not having to get on another plane to go somewhere else. 
So I think there's a lot of advantages of being here in Los Angeles to be able to um, particularly finding international kids, but also finding kind of what we call bounce back players. You know, the three transfers that we have, one from Baylor, one from Georgetown, one from uh, Florida, you know, all California kids, they go off, they do their thing, and then they decide they want to come back to, you know, California. So, um, yeah, Los Angeles is is great, great for so many reasons. I think you said, look at the picture on your screen. I think any recruit that looks at that picture would be hard-pressed to, to not be <laughs> drawn to this campus. The, the Bluff and, and LMU is one of the most beautiful places to play in L.A. Yes, yes, agreed, agreed. So you mentioned uh, recruiting in L.A. I want to talk about recruiting internationally as well. Obviously, Zoe Jenkins coming in from Australia, but she won't be alone. Eliza joins as well from Australia. You said you're, you're waiting yes. for her to, to get here. Uh, she'll be playing on the roster this season. Uh, and Laura Vida, of course, from Bucharest. How important is it to continue recruiting internationally for this team? We also have Natalia Klemek from Poland. And I, I tell you, it's been... It's been really fun to add a little bit of international flavor to our team. Um, I think there's, you know, they, they generally bring a different mentality. When you talk about just cultures and, and learning from each other, I think it's such a healthy thing to have diversity. And that is also from all over the country and the, and the world, to be honest. So we had an assistant a few years ago, Jasmine Player, that was really connected internationally, introduced me to a lot of people. Um, I had the chance to go over to North Macedonia and watch a um, European championship. And, and so Chris and I spent some time in Australia. Taj uh, Edwards has, has some great connections in Australia. So we've been able to try and tap into some of the relationships that we've had and that we have. Um, and, and I think that uh, I think we've got some really special players. I think everyone is going to be very impressed uh, with Natalia this year. Uh, coming off of a, a, a knee injury. Um, she's kind of just getting back into her groove. But again, it's it's just, to me, it's so healthy to have diversity in a, t- in a team. You know, you get to learn so much about the world kind of opens up to you when you have, oh my goodness, we have someone from Romania. Well, tell us what Romania is like. What is Poland like? Like, tell us. Um, and it's been, their hearing and learning about their perspective has been really, really fun. And they're great basketball players. You know, they, they come with a tremendous basketball IQ. And so they've been all, all of them have been really, really good additions for us. How important has that been to the team to have that diversity and just the diversity in perspective, the diversity in style of play? Yeah, um, I, I think it's been, it's been learning for all of us. And, you know, of course, they've had to learn the U.S. rules and who can call a timeout and who can't call a timeout and, uh, you know, Australia, they just pass the ball and they just take off. And um, so there's been some fun, you know, fun things that have happened just in cultural and or misunderstandings. Um, but I just think it's it's again, the world is so much smaller now than it's ever been. And I think it's so it's such an educational opportunity for players to get to know people from outside of their own community and their own comfort zone. And, you know, I think each of our players and coaches, have, you, you just get stretched by people that are different than you and you learn and you think about a different perspective. So uh, it's been it's been fun. I mean, you know, I, I think that having a few on the team every year is is a healthy and great addition. 
We're very excited uh, to, to see them play when they do next season, and we're excited for the, the young freshman class as well. Uh, as you mentioned, last season, uh, a ton of freshmen on the team who are now sophomores. How much will the team be relying on those players that, that are now sophomores uh, for not only their leadership but also their skill on the court? Right. Well, uh, you know, I think there's just a couple of players that you, you're just not going to recognize because they've, they've just grown and, and uh, improved so much. You know, you didn't get a chance to see Natalia last year. You will. Uh, Cece Ellington is picking up right where she left off. Kari Clark has just grown in in her basketball skills, you know, tremendously. Uh, Laura brings such a uh, – we just have so much confidence when we get her the ball inside that she's going to score. Um, so I, I think that group is certainly a key uh, for us. Like, you've got to be ready for our sophomore class – Certainly you have Jasmine Jones as a senior, Megan Mandel. You know, we, we've got more than just one or two that are capable of doing some good things. So we just really, we got to keep people healthy. That's the, I think that's the number one thing for everyone this year is keeping everybody healthy and then trying to get, you know, a couple people back into our mix um, who aren't quite here with us yet or are not eligible yet. You know, those are going to be some, some critical pieces as well. Well, last thing before we let you go, uh, just moving back towards recruiting just a little bit. Both Ava and Zoe, uh, in, in their statements about coming to LMU, mentioned uh, the atmosphere at LMU and how much that factor in their decision to, to come to this university. Ava mentioned the program's chemistry and camaraderie, and Zoe talked about the atmosphere overall uh, and how much it felt like a family to be at LMU. How, as a head coach and uh, the leader of this coaching staff and this team, do you go about creating an environment that's not only competitive, but also inviting and, and a healthy team environment? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. And I think, I mean, it's, it speaks volumes when, when you've got kids recognizing that. Um, so that makes me very, very happy. I think the, the number one thing, honestly, is recruiting really good people. And it doesn't mean that our players are perfect by any means or that they don't each have their own struggles. But, but you know, down in their core, we've got really, really great young ladies and kids. I say kids, they're great young people on this team. And when you are, when you recruit those kind of players um, who are also really good basketball players, I think then it becomes an environment that other people want to be a part of. They see that, you know, we are going to have very high expectations, but we don't coach in a demeaning way. That's not who we are. We're, we're going to be, uh, it's going to be very positive. It's going to be instructional learning, teaching good to great. Let's get better today. Um, and, and then again, it's, if you, if you bring in great people, that means their teammates are going to be supportive and encouraging and welcoming. And, um, and it really goes back to the, our last, you know, core value, which is team first and, and you put the team first and, and again, that's not easy because as I'm, as I'm reading right now, ego is the enemy and we all have it and we all want to, you know, it, it's hard for us to say, you know what, it's better for this person to take that shot instead of me. It's really hard to say that, or it's better for that person to start ahead of me or, Whatever it may be, there's so many different examples of that. Um, but I think our players are just really good people. They come from great families and, and they want to buy into something bigger than them. And I think other 
recruits can sense that. They can sense the true relationship between me and my staff, me and our players. Um, it's we we want to be genuine. And again, then it's then it's like, look, you know, this is who we are. You either like it or you don't. And it's OK. Like, we're OK. We've got a great thing going and we're excited and we're we're ready to, you know, see some fruition from all the, the work that we've been doing. We're ready to see some results and let's go. Well, I can tell you as a fan, I am definitely looking forward to it as well. Awesome. Coach, thank you so much for, for joining us again this week. Of course. No problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and uh, look forward to seeing you again next week. Absolutely. We'll do it again next week. All right. Thank you. And just a reminder to all our listeners, if you want to stay up to date with all things LMU women's basketball, you can follow at LMU Lions WB on Instagram and Twitter to see what the Lions are up to behind the scenes. You can also stay in the loop by reading the monthly letters straight from Coach Elliott's desk at www.lmulions.com. Lions, thank you so much for joining us for All Access with LMU Women's Basketball Head Coach Charity Elliott. Join us next time as Coach Elliott continues to take you behind the scenes with the women's basketball program. Until then, have a great week and go Lions.